0: welcome to another episode of full talk chat this is your host michelle on the mystic mind cast today's topic we're going to talk about 2019 top tens so you've probably seen the best nine top nine on instagram instagram basically gives you a snapshot of of what people just like about your stuff it doesn't necessarily say that oh it's my favorite project or Favorite shoot. I'm gonna go over that. <clears throat> and I'm gonna give you a background on you know how many shoots, concepts, approximately, how many models work with, etc. 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 So stay tuned for that in the next segment. I'm gonna also go over my top 10 favorite, best, you know, most memorial, memorial memorable shoots etc and just tell you about that it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be quite the episode uh so get comfy and uh stay tuned welcome back so please bear with me there are a lot of facts and figures i need to get out in the next few moments here Now these are well for the most part um they are precise or exact there's a few approximations because I've again shot with I did so many shoots and shot with so many models last year that uh, some of the numbers may be off but it's pretty close to what I did last year so let's just start here with how many models I've worked with last year now this is this ranges across from different concepts shoots events group shoots etc etc so the number I've come up with is 56 so that's more than the number of weeks I shot last year, so I shot an average over one model per week. That's uh, I mean, not that anyone's counting. I mean, look, I'm you know I'm not making like serious money off this stuff. In fact, a lot of this, like 99% of the shoots I'm gonna tell you about aren't even for money. They're just trades, uh, which I've been doing lately. Just keep you know keep the tool sharp. But that's another subject and topic in itself. So let's stay stay focused here. So events, Uh, events could range from conventions, car shows, uh, sometimes things set up like um, fashion shows. Uh, Did I say that already? Fashion shows and just like something like say, um, I actually refer to the hotel Boudoir shoots we just did as an event that my friend set up, friend and fellow photographer, he set that up. I consider that a, as an event. More so than a group shoot. Group shoot I usually define as more than two photographers and more than two models. Or more than one. But you know, group is like three, right? So technically technically, you have to have three or more to be a group. Of anything. Whether that's photographers or models, but that's, you know, I mean, that makes sense to me, right? If you have two, then it's like two. It's like two, okay? Not really a group. But, anyways, I digress. So, how many shoes, concepts, and group shoes have had? Total of 40. As in 40 single shoots with one model, at least one model there. Six group shoots with more than three models. Damn, really? Six group shoots? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, um, and I had one. Well, I know I got I I one concept is written down, is written down, but I know I did at least three or four concepts last year. So the forty single shoots just encompass like every single shoot I've had with a model, but. Doesn't necessarily include the six-screw shoot, obviously. And the conceptual, I can just add it to the 40, so it'll be like 41 actual total shoots. But the the thing about this one in particular is I shot with two models instead of the normal one. I'm not sure exactly why I did not include that with the rest. But there's two models in the shoot. In particular, and there's like one other shoot where I had two models, um, where I was just a photographer, not a co-shoot or anything like that. So, just to get those numbers clear. Uh, as far as genres, I've shot across fashion, boudoir, glamour, uh, conceptual, paid couples. I did a couple shoot, not an engagement, just a couple shoot. Like you know, really, really good. Couple, uh, a couple of my friends actually for that one, and uh, let's see, I think that's about it. So, conceptual, if you don't uh, know, basically, it's you know, come with a concept. I mean, you could technically consider all these shoes conceptual, but when I mean conceptual, I mean something more of like fantasy, ethereal, surreal type stuff. That I love doing. It just takes a lot of time sometimes to plan for something that's really creative. That's all. So, I think that's it as far as facts and figures. Uh, In the next segment, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start my top ten. Not nine. I'm giving you ten of my favorite, most favorite, memorable, uh, dope shoots. Whatever. Just awesome shoots in general. So, stay tuned welcome back, so I just went over the numbers, basically the, the little small, you know, facts and figures, so, as I stated before, you know, I know Instagram, it's that time of year, not so more uh, now, but this, I still see a few people posting this up, but their top nine photos from last year, basically the, the top nine most liked photos in their whole feed for the year, that's basically it and you know, whether that's you know organic algor- algorithmic or whatever just know that you know you, you post something up and sometimes you don't get as much as you like Now I have a lot of shoots on here I've done like I said a lot of shoots in general just last year I'm not sure I exceeded 2018 you know but the my thing is I'm not so much going for the, the quantity I'm going for the quality So, you might see me doing less shoots or even more, for that matter, because I do work a job. So, full-time, I'm doing that. I'm not doing photography. I wish I could do photography full-time, or at least more time. And because I'd rather do that, to be honest. I'd rather just, I'd rather have fun doing that than, say, work 10 hours a day, for four days and some change on the fifth day, and use up a third of my time in the day. Right, a third. Actually, it's over that. I'm using up more than the third of the 24 hours to work job because eight times three is 24. So, the other eight, I'm sleeping. The other the other eight, I'm you know messing around, whatever. I'm editing most of the time, but yeah. (laughs) You get my point, though. I'm spending a third working my job for four days a week. It's just, like, and it's like, you know, but that's another another topic. So, anyways. Anyway, so I'm going to give you top ten. The top ten most mirable, favorite, best, whatever, dope, awesome, amazing shoots. And I will tell you the reason why. I'll try to be as brief, and I'll... Try to break this in segments. No promises, no promises. So, so I'm gonna start in no particular order. I think the only thing that I left, and you know, actually, I, I'll tell you at the end. So, we'll start with the top ten. No particular order. I'm gonna go down this down this list I made just about thirty minutes ago, and. Briefly, because I was very horrible at actually making the podcast for every shoot. And normally, so for, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, for every shoot, and nearly every shoot, basically, which means every shoot that I set up and have with models or models, we do an interview. Usually, it's about five to ten minutes long. And we just talk about, you know, things that make the model tick. You know, why did they choose to do modeling? You know, what's their favorite genre? That kind of thing. So, and it's also for me to get to know them. You know, it's, and also they can ask me questions. I always leave it on open forum. Um for the podcast for them to ask me questions. Now usually this takes place in the beginning, so it's like it's literally an icebreaker if we've never talked before. If never chat, which more often than not, we're chatting, you know, in the DMs. You know, in planning stages setting us up, even if we haven't met each other in person, which ninety nine percent of the time doesn't happen. We don't meet prior to shoot, we meet during the shoot. That's when we talk, you know, have this interview, get to know each other a little bit, and go on. Cause now I know a little about them. And more often than not, it also helps to have a survey. Well, I have a questionnaire survey online that I have my models, the ones I set up the shoot myself, fill that out, they tell me what you know what they are wanting to get out of a shoot that's pretty much what that's for so even before the shoot starts I have an idea you know what they're wanting in this whole thing and it would also help not just with trade models but also clients I've had I've done this for potential clients I've done done this and turned over and had a paid shoot because not well not because of the survey but the survey was just like the sugar on top i get to know them as a couple you know what makes them tick how they got together that sort of thing that that stuff extremely improves your customer service if you at least know your client you know if you know your client a little bit it helps in the creative process for the shoot so keep that in mind next time you have a shoot um for either a client or a trade. It doesn't really matter. It works because people are people. So now that I'm almost six minutes into this segment. I'm going to talk about number one. Number one. Photo shoot. Of 2019. Now just a disclaimer. Every photo shoot that I have done. I have strived to give equal. Equal if there is such a thing, equal attention. Like, you have my full, undivided, creative attention. Which means that there are some shoots, and actually every shoot, I, I like I said, I try, I'm striving for excellence on every shoot. And I'm striving to do things different, to, to, to pretty much do something or to do the shoot better than the last. That's kind of probably like part of my philosophy is that. So every shoot doesn't matter who the model was, was a great shoot overall. Whether that's, you know, I'm not feeling well and I'm shooting. I just ate a Big Mac and I'm just shooting, which is not a good idea. Do not ever eat McDonald's before a shoot. I don't care if you're a model or a photographer or the makeup artist whatever. Do not eat McDonald's before a shoot. You'll your ass is falling asleep. So anyway, with all of the shoot's concepts, events, etc., etc., etc. This in by no means is like you know my absolute favorites because there's other favorites that don't appear on this list for various reasons. And for one of these, I just said I lumped a bunch of shoots all in one because I took a lot of shoots. Like, for example, I'm gonna talk about the uh actually I might as well just talk about it now. So In the last month and a half or so, I've been co-shooting with my friend and fellow photographer, Derek. So, after coming out of a slump for about a month and a half of not shooting or not shooting less and having to edit this, this very extensive project, which is also going to be one of the shoots included in this list, And I will talk about that in more detail. But anyway, so all of that stuff is included. But it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that whatever's not on my top ten was a shitty shitty shoot or was less than I kinda put every every shoot in it's pretty much its own respective place in my mind. Some of them are favorites. Some of them not as you know, not as much my favorite. Some of them are challenging. All every shoot was different. Everybody's different. Every model's different. Every every makeup artist is different. You have all of these different factors that make up a great shoot or not so great shoot. So I'm going to talk about that. So starting with number one, I mentioned that I shot with my friend and fellow photographer Derek. So after coming out of a slump for I know I said this already, but after coming out of the slump for a month and a half, I I was like, you know, I need to get back shooting. I really need to, I, I really want to shoot again, and I need to find the quickest way to do, to do that. Because typically, what I have to do ahead, ahead of time, and everybody has to do this, but, but I have to find somebody to shoot. I have to find somebody. But the concept, you gotta plan on stuff. It does, Now, if you have a model that's not doing much of anything during the week, then she'll be like, "I can do this tomorrow." And I know my model. Is, well, she's not so much. She's not so much like that now because she's taking classes. But before, it was like, "I got, I got it. tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow." Like really? Because I'm, cause I'm like, halfway. Like, uh, do I really want to do it tomorrow? <laughs> I kind of, ha- I don't really have a plan, or I had a plan, or it's, I got to squeeze the time in there somewhere, right? That's happened to me. Doesn't want to be taking I love her, to- you know, I love her, but, uh, she'd be like, yeah, I can do it tomorrow. Like, what? i thinking somebody, because most of the time it takes a week and a week and a half of planning to do anything cuz to be honest and to be fair planning out at least a week is just gets everybody prepared including myself i'm not exactly like if if i okay if i really needed to i could do a shoot tomorrow well not literally but in most cases i could probably i can knock off a shoot if i really need to do it in 24 hours Unless I have to fly, like, long distance or something. But if it's within driving distance and just the right timing, I could pull it off. If it was really, really, like, direly necessary and needed, I could make it happen. No problem. So, anyways. uh, I DM Derek. And just, you know, kind of asked him, like, hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend kind of thing? Uh, I'm looking to shoot again. Would you mind or do you have anything that you're doing? Because I remember before he would invite he would invite me, uh, Chris, and myself out to his shoots. Chris, when he was still here on the island. He's no longer here on the island. So, but he invited us to go on shoots because typically right now, He's affiliated with uh, Car Show Publication, and uh, he predominantly does photos for that, as well as two other photographers that I know of that work for that company or within that company, which is pretty dope. I mean, get you know, get your photos out there pretty much every week or every other week or however long, you know, your frequency is, how much your frequency is during the, during the year, you get your photos seen by people, and I think it's a, it's 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 a good opportunity, definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, I'm in no way affiliated with with that publication, but it'd be pretty cool if I did. It's not something I'm really pursuing, but it's just like I have my own like what I want to do now. I don't know if it's is it working. Time will tell. So that's what I'm working towards. Anyways, off of beaten path again here. So he's like, yeah, yeah. So he advised me to shoot. There was uh so he had to actually shoot. He had one shoot Saturday somehow Saturday morning and then Sunday morning. He had to shoot. Sunday sunrise, in fact first one was sunrise the second one was more like a midday because the models are kind of like you know late anyway so about an hour later so and i think it was originally supposed to have been a sunrise shoot but anyways ended you know, up being an 11 o'clock shoot but anyways between those two it was a month and a half before i had done the shoot and i was just like i was getting you know depressed I had a lot of stuff going on, I was moving, etc. I just had all this stuff going on. So I took a break. I was like, I gotta take a break, something's gotta give. Not only that, I had this other project which I will make mention of as being one of the top 10 in here. On this list. That shoot was very extensive. And my, you know, I had done the most editing on any photo I've ever done. That whole shoot was very ambitious. In fact, But, to pull it through, we got it done. It took a lot of time to edit. There was a lot of back and forth between the model and myself, okay? And i keep that short because I have to actually talk about that later anyways before that shoot. So, yeah. I made it happen. Getting cotton mouth. Do I need some water? Yes. I am going to get some water soon. So, Yeah. That started off a pretty much several shoots. Several and they're all swimwear beach shoes. Again, he's uh affiliate affiliated with the publication. And uh I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, he's a uh, the brand the brand, uh singlish. Uh so he does that from time to time when the I don't know, i never met the guy, but the owner of single-ish, single-ish, he sends clothes every now and then for his brand, you know, to get the recognition. I think it's cool. But I also think that there comes a point, I, I don't know if it gets paid or not, but it doesn't seem like that's happening, but, you know, who knows? But, that's, that's cool though, they have the brands that to do that, I've, to this day, I haven't had a brand come to me, come to me and be like, "Yeah, uh, can we take a picture of this? Just we'll send you the clothes, find a model, etc., etc., etc. Set it up. I've never had a, a, a brand actually do that just yet, huh? That's a good idea. I just came up with an idea. Just came up with an idea. holy shit this might be a good idea I gotta write that down hold on okay I'm back I, I apologize for that uh, so anyway I got this great idea and uh anyway I, I hope it helps and might help it, it has to do with the uh, photo shoots in the future but anyways <laughs> so where was I anyway uh, yes, I was uh, talking about uh, Derek and the first couple shoots being the beginning of Swimwear. And him shooting for the publication, which I can't think. I, for some reason, I can't think of the name right now. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me, look at, let me look at that real quick. All right, so... I get okay, the publication is actually called Street Pulse. And sometimes he does work for a brand. So anyway, um I I don't I haven't but since he shoots all the time, he does that. And I figure he was the best, he's one of the best sources and just somebody can gain some, you know, mutual no- knowledge from. Uh poses that i have uh so one of the other reasons why i wanted to collab or co-shoot with him was he can pose decently and there's a lot of photographers that don't know how to pose including myself i don't know how to pose very well i've gotten a lot better over this you know past year so that's an improvement And that's also an improvement on my work in general. Uh, It also creates value that, hey, you know, if you have a model or brand doesn't know how to pose very well, now it can be like, hey, just do this. Just let me guide you, kind of thing. So anyways, he does a lot of this. He does shoot pretty much every week, every freaking week on average. He does two or three shoots. I know, that's a lot. I mean, there's no way, and I've done, I was, basically, I also used this, this period of time, like, the last month and a half to stress test myself, again, and, uh, I was actually doing pretty well until Christmas, and I, what I would do, for the trade shoots we did, I would give the models at least five photos, now, I know, some of you are thinking that's, that's too much, more than one or two is too much. And I would just charge for the rest. You know, if they wanted an extra out of the five or more than five, I would charge for it. Simple as that. So, anyways, this was a time to stress test myself, and I was doing pretty well. Christmas time, uh, well, between this is this is why I group shoes I'm not really good at because I'm I've always fall fall behind. I have one group shoot I shot back in the summertime that I still haven't finished all the photos for. I'm going to get to that shortly. Anyways. So, between the two group shoots. One being there was this uh, swimwear and outside. Small waterfall area. We shot there. It was a good four hours. Between, well, we started kind of late. So, maybe it was like 8.30 or 9.00 to 12. Or something, something past that. But, Anyways. And the hotel boudoir shoots. Well, we shot eleven models and two days. Well, I shot eleven models in two days. Um, Derek shoot. He shot, I think, twelve, thirteen models in three days. Almost, well, almost. It was Saturday afternoon to Monday morning, pretty much. So that's not quite three days, but almost. Anyway, point being, I fell behind between that. So it's been very hard. And I still haven't caught up fully. So it's been a little bit of a challenge to, to keep doing shoots and then keep the continuous frequency of edits because that is taxing. But he does it like nothing. But again, he doesn't... For me, I... I spend more time on every photo that I do just for quality purposes. I like and I don't know I, I you know obviously not everybody has this um this thing for quality. Uh, some overdo it, some underdo it. I know everybody has their art myself included, everybody has whatever thing they, that they do. Derek's fast. He gets edits out pretty, pretty fast, and he has this procedure that he does, like anybody else. Um, I would consider fast edits, but you know, nothing against that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Again, everybody has their own the way that they edit, post, uh, post, post processing, and etc. etc. Anyways. Anyway, so we're shooting, shooting every, pretty much every other shoot for the next three weeks, I'm at, I'm at one of his shoots, my co-shooter, he's doing street posts, he's doing singlish, I'm just, I'm shooting them on the side, because, constantly building up my portfolio, I'm I'm out, I'm out again, Um, keeping the blade sharp, keeping the craft and a skill sharp for the future. That's pretty much the other reason. And again, it was quick. If anyone is gonna be shooting, I know there gonna be shooting, and I know why. No question about it. So I would consider that as all like the one single like. Oh, it's the the swimwear, because they're all swimwear. Um. And we did that for about a year and a half, or not a year and a half. That's a long time. A month and a half, I was doing that with Derek off and on for the most part. And I met a lot of miles like that, and made a lot of friends that way too. So it's definitely been quite the experience. Uh, I will be kind of taking a break from that with... Doing trade here and there this month. This month is kind of like an intro to the year and a decade. I need to focus on things to focus more on the business aspect because I can. You know, anybody can do trade, but trade don't make money. Trade has potential to make money in the future because of portfolio. Portfolio, but it, it in itself is not a money maker. It's not lucrative. But that is an <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Another topping in itself. So, but overall, shooting with Derek has been—it's been an eye opener. It's been there's been challenges. It's been fun overall. I've I've enjoyed co shooting with Derek, and it's one of the, one of those things where i I really do appreciate it because I learned some things from him as well. And <clears throat> as as a co shooter I really hope you <coughs> learned some. Excuse me. Wow. A <clears> decent <throat> water. Oh, man. So, there's some give and take on co-shoots. And uh, that I really do appreciate for the most part. <clears throat> so, that's about it for number one. I'm going to talk about number two... Uh, coming up short here, stay tuned number two so number two is actually a fashion show I helped, uh, I was a photographer on um, it was actually called Beach Cruising. it was hosted by Tiara Richard it was basically she was showcasing her brand at a local restaurant in Waikiki which is pretty dope uh definitely not something i do very often the last fashion show before this one was almost a year ago just crazy so yeah uh so i wish this was live so people could ask me questions we can always ask me questions like after the fact but anyway so i was invited to come out to this fashion show i don't know what did i do before that I was just coming back from Japan. I said, yeah, okay. So now I remember to this day. uh, Actually, before I went to Japan, I think I was invited. And I was like, yeah, I want to do it. Of course I want to do it. And of course, having done a fashion show before, I had some experience. And I applied that knowledge experience and added some here and there from other th- other things I looked at and learned along the way before this event actually took place. So anyways, there was re- there was rehearsal and then there was actually the day of. And uh the re- no, actually it wasn't the same place. It was a the rehearsal was actually in the same place as actual event. So I knew where everything was had talked with Richard or tiara just kind of planned it out like what's a good place good vantage point where i can get the best photos so figure that out and wouldn't you know it? Uh, one of my friends and uh boyfriend to so one of my former roommates and i know i was there like wow <laughs> you know because i know him but i know him from the last fashion show a year prior to, and <laughs> it's a small world, it's a small island. Anyways, so he's there, he's doing video, I'm doing photos, and seeing a familiar face also helped out a lot, because I didn't know anybody else besides my roommate, who was a model for that. Particular so, particular show, and she had just moved out, so I didn't. We hadn't really talked, so it was kind of like, oh wow, I know you. So two familiar faces. So, the show was awesome. Uh, her brands rock. She has pretty sweet models. Uh, mostly, most of them don't model like. When I say full time, they don't. They don't normally do modeling. It's just. They do something, and modeling is just one of those things that is, or completes what they do in their daily life, pretty much. I'm sure if I would approach any of them, they'd be like, yeah, um, I'll do it, you know, whatever. Whether it's a trade collab, or pay to shoot, or whatever. They're going to do it. Because, I mean, otherwise... Well, just from what I noticed, a lot of them, they do modeling anyways. Either they do it, but they don't do it all the time. They do it as part of their lifestyle. Uh, some are athletes, some, you know, do makeup, hair, et cetera, et cetera. And modeling is just one of those things. like they, as far as I know, that they're doing it for this event. So, the whole thing was pretty much badass. It was my second fashion show. Actually, technically, technically third or fourth. I had another one, but it wasn't last year it was the year before, so I had like two fashion shows in one uh one year in twenty eighteen uh one was a large big one it was an event, and then the second one was a more of a smaller smaller thing for the uh university so anyways um Rehearsal shoot, basically two days. Uh, the length actually wasn't all that long, uh, despite having the models come out twice. You know, to come out, it's like it's a catwalk. You know, they like they bust out a pose, move on, bust out a pose, move on. They get to me, bam, it better be golden, cause it's live. whole thing i mean it's a fashion show so fashion shows are usually live uh live music it's a live event it's a it's a live event it's happening it's one of those photography niches that it's not like one of my favorites but i can get into it um i've done other events like dance and again another fashion show two fashion shows and it was live you just catch it how it goes And I had The Flash, everything set up, and it was amazing. Those shoot in general, I met some nice people, had some good food. Uh, Again, you know, solidified uh, some alliances and friendships. And did something I normally don't do. I don't normally do fashion shows, because fashion shows don't normally happen all that much. So, I usually pick and choose my battles again. uh, Fashion shows aren't a absolute favorite of mine, but I don't mind doing it. And I found that I can do it quite quite proficiently. Now more so than ever. Having after done having done it three times already. So or even just as an event, as a live event, you know, four or five times. Where that particular skill is needed to best execute the shoot that's pretty much it so yeah let's go to the third let's see what number three is number three welcome back number three is Manana Falls Manana Falls was a shoot that was coordinated by Derek yet again And we set it up for that location because of the hike and the waterfall at the end. Uh, And it was, I believe it was, what was it, early June? Late June? No, it was late June. It was actually June 22nd was the date. And uh, so a lot of miles were actually invited. Six ended up going... Six ended up going. So, what I got here, just name off the names real quick. Damn, I had it and now it's gone. What the hell? I hate this. So, there was Bianca, Deanna, Haley, Haley number two, as I refer to her as those are two Haleys, Jakara and Mercedes. And I believe I shot with every one of them except for one, or maybe all of them except um, I didn't get as many, I didn't get as much time with everybody as I wanted. It was six, six miles split between three photographers and one guy who was doing video. I forget his name. I always forget his name, but he always comes out to like different, different shoots or different events and occasions. Anyway. <laughs> the shoot that was a hike. The hike took about 30 to 45 minutes total so to get down there to the waterfall which was unfortunately non-existent. <laughs> so that was one of the things like it's like everybody got we all got down there the malls everybody, um, photographers Chris, Derek myself and the fourth guy. We all got down there. I, <laughs> sorry I just can't remember his name. It's just drawing a blank. So we all get down there and it's like no waterfall. There's water. It's a little bit dried up, but no waterfall. Unfortunate, but hey, what are you going to do? It's a hot summer day. I got a slight headache. I get down there, and eat. I feel better for me, for the most part. Um, we start shooting. I think all of the models got down there, Derek, myself, and we we're just waiting for the second part, the second part, so Chris and the other guy, so the fourth guy, um, it wasn't necessarily an easy hike, in fact, there's nothing about it that's really easy, and it's not, well, it's, at the same time, it's not that dangerous, so if you've ever been to Manana Falls, there's this Heel, they call it cardiac heel. Going down is yeah, it's a little sketchy. Uh, you slide. It wasn't. It was pretty dry, so you had to be extremely careful. Otherwise, you slide on your ass and possibly fall over over the edge. But even if you did, you'd probably like break a bone or something. I don't know. I don't think you'd necessarily die. We weren't like scaling cliffs and stuff. But anyways, everybody made it safely down and safely back. The only thing is, the fourth guy... And it's actually pretty... I should probably leave out his name anyway, just because... He had, um... It was his first hike. Like, literally the first hike. Now, if I was gonna do a first hike, I would definitely not be doing Monano Falls. My... Now, I just told you how long it took it Took us about 30-45 minutes to get down there and it took even longer to get back because cardio heel is no joke so going down is easy but coming back up is the hard part because you got to go up you got to climb up some stuff and you got to climb cardio heel which you can run it if you're really fit and I've seen people do it like it's hardcore anyways by the time I got done I was I was fatigued exhausted I was done I was like done done anyway as far as the shoot goes uh, we uh, all the malls had like swimwear and stuff like that sort of thing so we did shoot we shot on various places we just picked like random spots around the area and for the most part the shoot went well. I can't say much for the post-production part because I kind of dropped the ball on that, honestly. Um, it just pretty much filled to the cracks, like, being six models, and I learned a great lesson from this shoot, by the way. If you're doing a group, group shoot and it's, it's all trade, limit the amount of photos you give the models because you're going to have a hard time otherwise. So I actually did a good job limiting how many I was gonna put out. I said, hey, you know, people are gonna get like at least three. I should have went for two. Three was just too much. Three three just set over the edge. Well, it, it also helped that all the models didn't respond when I told them, hey, you know, pick your photos, otherwise, you know, it's not gonna get done. And yep. <laughs> response never came from a couple of the models I believe, everybody else responded crazy thing is I'm still working on those photos I don't know, it's been since June like I said, the whole shoot as good as, great as it was I mean, being Chris's going away shoot of one, I think he did another one anyways, Chris uh, I used to shoot with Chris a lot, I used to co-shoot with him I think I mentioned him, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned him in um, podcasts before, or even one of the segments. But I shot with him quite a bit on his shoots, I even invited him um, on one or two of my shoots. And uh, he was cool. He's a cool guy. I still keep in contact. He just moved to California, off off Island. So we always, you know, chit chat, you know, keep in touch, and. And maybe, hopefully, we'll get to see each other again. You know, shoot again. Do something. But, uh, yeah. Great guy. used to go to dinners and everything. So, this is a going-away shoot. It was great for the most part. It was very strenuous. Uh, If you're not fit, or you don't feel like going hiking, I would definitely not recommend Manana Falls. But, other than that... Oh, yeah. The other thing is, when it's hot as hell, and it was... Bring, bring plenty of water, bring Gatorade, or whatever sports drink of your choice, so you don't dehydrate, of course, and then you lose your electrolytes and all that stuff, which is primarily why I got a headache, a heavy, heavy headache at the end, but I was still functional, uh, we ended up going to Teddy's afterwards, which was great, Teddy's is amazing after a strenuous hike the only thing is and i i I don't want to call anybody out on this but it took a little bit longer because the fourth guy again it was his first time and being this is number three on the list uh one of the memorable memorable things about this hike was that he took like forever and um Ended up waiting for him, of course. We waited for him, but he took like forever to come back up. Like I think he was like terrified, unfortunately. So that's something to look out for if 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 it's somebody's first time going on a hike. Um, should definitely uh, think twice before going Manana Falls or anything that's moderately hard. Just saying. Anyways best for future reference. Um, Again, shoot went well, though. On to the next. Number four. Boudoir in the outdoors. I don't really have an official title for this, but anyways, I ended up doing boudoir for the first time last year. In February with a model called Lissa and this is actually one of the shoots I invited Chris to and it was I'm trying to think what was uh, the, the, it was one of the first times I'd um, done no well, I had done boudoir in the outdoors before but I this is the first time I done it at this at this particular location and, uh, I, and it was also the first time it was a co-shoot, so I invited Chris along, and we shot together. I don't remember if it was our first co-shoot or not, but definitely it was one of our shoots that we had done with Alyssa. And Alyssa was cool. Um, I found her through another photographer the year before, so 2018 time frame. I shot with her uh, sometime... In the fall we did a beach shoot then this was actually our second time shooting and it was, I said well I want to do boudoir and she took this stuff and I was like yeah cool let's do it go so with it and it was a cloudy day Um I was like well it's you know nature's softbox right <clears throat> so I took advantage of that used a soft light and we got some great stuff even got some good lifestyle stuff at the end. Um, yeah, it was amazing uh, for the most part. Uh, I think it was the first time it was cloudy in that, at that location that I had shot at. The other time it was sunny or the sun was going down. It was sunrise, or not sun, sun, sunrise, but sunset. It's actually supposed to be the morning, but because it was so cloudy, you couldn't really tell where the sun was. But um, that shoe in particular, and I picked it because it was like one of the first uh, boudoir shoots I had ever done in the forest before. That's uh, that's why I picked it for this list. So yeah, if you're interested in you know keeping things fresh, you'll know, try something different. You know, go on the forest and see what you can get. You'd be surprised. Number five, spring shoot in Japan. So in March, at the end of March, I think it's like actually more closer to the beginning of April. But anyways, between April and between March and April, uh, spring in Japan for the first time, by the way. So what made this shoot memorable was obviously the fact that it was my first time in Japan ever. And uh, so two weeks go by, I'm like, well. I'm sitting in my room, like, I haven't done any shoots since I've been here. I brought my camera, you know, I've been doing street photography and going out during the weekends to get, you know, shoots, urban life and all that, which is great. And that's posted on my Instagram, Mystic My and I. However, I was like, I haven't shot any models. I had a potential client uh, that decided not to use my service. I was was cool with that, whatever. Uh, So, I was like, okay, well, I gotta find somebody. Which is something I really should have done prior to going to Japan. I waited until I got there and started finding this out, like, the second week. And I was just, like, looking, like, just sending out, like, freaking messages to anybody I could find. On Model Mayhem and Instagram. I actually originally, initially found them on Model Mayhem, and then I started finding different photographers in the area and going through the photographers, finding the models that they were shooting with, and finally found one. Another one, Actually, there was like one or two others that, that had responded back, but it was an after-the-fact, and I'd already came back, but I was like, yeah, it's too late. You know, well, plan something for the next time. But anyways, I found one model, responded, Miu! But Me, by the way. She's flawless. Like, her skin is like flawless. So when I met her, I was like, wow. I was like, this is Japan, you know. She she was awesome. She was awesome model to work with. Um And we shot at Kansai Rinkai Park. Big Ferris wheel. It's north. Northwest, yeah northwest of tokyo so not that much far but it's it's a long train ride and have to ride all the way up past the airport all the way up there it's nice because i was like well um," i asked her this is probably like two days before we went to shoot because i was like looking for somebody anyway i was like well i don't know where to shoot this is my first time here what's a good place to shoot because i noticed she shot all over the place but I have no idea where those are. They all look cool, but I don't, I don't want to copy anybody. And I had gone out the weekend prior to, but I was like, well, I don't know exactly what's a good place to shoot. Even though technically you really shoot anywhere, just, but I wanted a place where there wasn't a lot of people. And she, she suggested this park. I was like, okay, perfect. It's a park. Okay, that makes sense. There's less people. It's not as much in the city. And they can get a lot of different stuff. Being that it's not just a park, but it's also an amusement park. Anyway, this park's huge. When I got there, it was about, I want to say three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So the sun, well, that morning, actually, I. <laughs> that morning, I went to the penis festival. There's a name for it, but I'll just call it penis Fe- festival for now. Anyways, after that, I went straight through uh, Kasai Winkai Park. Again, long train ride. It was nice. And uh, I got to the park. I spent a good 40, because I, I try to get to it, my shoots. At least 45 minutes to an hour, right? So I think I got there like an hour and a half beforehand. Got plenty of time. And I waited for me you to show up. But anyways, I get there, walk around a little bit, take a nap, and the place is big. And I had initially wanted to shoot one place, but I decided, well, let's go down. Because of the size of this place, I decided to you know, take a walk to the other side, see what was down there. And I was like, well, we gotta shoot over here for sure. We got the cherry blossoms, which, by the way, I ended up not shooting with any cherry blossoms that day, ironically. Uh, <laughs> I even said, I I even told the model, I was like, yeah, I want to shoot with cherry blossoms and all that. Ended up not doing it. I think they end up maybe in one or f- a few of the photos in the background, but they weren't, like, the main focus. And the ones that I did shoot... Those photos we ended up, well, they didn't. We didn't scrap them, but I could always go back and edit more photos if I need to. But, anyways, we shot on this bridge, and uh, she's wearing this, this, uh, it wasn't a skirt, Um, uh, it was uh, shorts. No, no, no. What the hell? What the heck was she wearing? This is why I try to bring, hold up. No, 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 she was wearing jean shorts. That's what it was. I was like, there's no way she's wearing a skirt, because I would have remembered that. But no, she was wearing this these shorts. Anyway. going. she had this black shirt. It was like really black. And I was like, okay, how am I going to shoot this? Because it's dark. But it's all in the editing, right? Uh, what I did find, though, wasn't the cherry blossoms, but I did find this, this, uh, this, this flower of some sort. Um... And it was like all over the grass. uh, Along this pathway. So we shot there. And that was kind of like our quote unquote cherry blossom moment. Because it looks like cherry blossoms on the ground. But they're not really cherry blossoms at all. It's just. A certain flower just grows. Like and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can check it out on my Instagram. And you can check it out on hers as well. But it was just gorgeous. The whole park was nice. And the sun was going down. So it was like. Pretty much golden hour. So golden hour during that time of year actually lasts for a while. Like it's more like a golden hour and a half. It seemed like it anyways. So the light that we shot with was beautiful. And it wasn't like harsh. So it was like this this, this haze of clouds or whatever over the sun. So it was like a very, very nice soft box of golden goodness mixed with our flawless skin and and the summer air and everything it was just beautiful Uh, at the end we ended up shooting up this it looked like this um, um, I'm trying to think of any barley barley or wheat field that's what it looks like it's like it was pretty cool I got I edited it so I had like a little purple tinge in the shadows and everything but I think I've only put up two photos at most maybe three uh, out of probably 12 that I had gotten from this shoot but I mean I do I think I'm gonna go through and make new edits eventually like I do other shoots but you know I put out so much initially and then but I mean overall the shoot was good Ma was awesome she spoke good English um, so she we, we we understood each other even did the interview at the beginning and uh, I really I wanted to like go somewhere like you know because I was getting hungry first of all so thing was I was getting hungry I was like you know I uh, would like to go to dinner or something like that i decided against that uh initially because i think one it was just like i d- one of the things is i don't normally like cross the streams of like professional and personal um, necessarily so i think that was just like bothering me and it was like my first time meeting her even though i really wanted to because i was like well i don't know the next time I'm coming to japan that I should have just went ahead and like you know, let's find somewhere unfortunately there was like the area where we were there, were there weren't really any places to go uh to eat uh that was like restaurant-ish it was a park so there was like vending There's vendors whatever probably could have did something like, ate something like that you know chill for a little bit I don't know I decided against it that's on me but uh Overall, she was cool, and that's the thing, so I don't, like I said, I don't want to cross, cross that stream, like, just, not that I, like, you know, liked her or anything like that, I think mean, she's an attractive woman, I work for a lot of attractive women, but, I don't know, it was something to do, you know, it's, it's Japan, it's, I don't know when, when next time I do plan on going over there, but when I do, I would like to shoot with her again, uh, she is pretty cool, anyways, Go to Japan and shoot. Yeah, that, by the way, if if you're planning on going to Japan to shoot with anybody, you know, plan ahead. Uh, that's the other thing. So, I don't know if you guys know... Um, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? She was in Japan around the same time as me. And she has a, this huge YouTube following. Uh, I don't want... Not not Irene. Not Irene Rudig, but it was, um, her, her last name is Kobayisi. She was in Japan at the same time as me. We missed each other by literally a couple of hours. She had this major group shoot in uh, one of the parks. I can't remember the name, but where the hell is it at? That's why I have to have my Instagram open here. Apparently those photos are not up yet and for good reason because it was actually getting dark when I walked through Yoyogi Park that's what it's called uh, she had a major group shoot there with models not including the one I shot with but models that was uh, that work in Japan and uh, she invited a few photographers out damn I, don't, I didn't see her post so after the fact I was like oh my goodness what the hell so I missed out on that, which is fine, which is weird because I end up walking through there, that same place, just like a couple hours later. Like, damn, you know, I missed it. I didn't, well, I didn't know until after the fact, it, it, either way, so it wouldn't have mattered. But the fact that the matter is, I was there, like, I had planned my route, Keep in mind, I had planned my route like that morning or the day before to go through there. Well, not actually. Technically, I, my plan wasn't to go through Yo-Yogi Park. It Just so happened that wasn't my pathway to get to where I was going because I was going to Shibuya for the night for the evening. Anyway, Japan was amazing. Uh, she was great, and you know maybe next time I'll get to meet this Kobayashi anyways she's one of my you know one of my one of the people that inspire me so that's why I wanted to mention that number six the levitating nude that's actually what I call the shoot. Or the photo there's actually a couple photos but anyway a few photos that we took but anyways the shoot didn't start out that way so i started i I shot with sky uh sky was going to college here and long story short she is no longer on the island and she's actually from taiwan anyways pretty cool model um it was my first time shooting with her and one of the last shoots she had done before going back home uh, for vacation. Uh, I was like school it was like summer vacation for college. Anyways, um, amazing model. Um, she's very, very humble. A lot more humble than I thought. Like, you know, you you, you see people like, you know, in their, in their shoots and everything like that. So it's all perception, right? Anyways, she was awesome. Uh, one of the things that made this shoot very memorable was the fact that it was the first very first time I did a levitating nude and it was just like an idea I was like like I asked her I was like would you like to levitate nude because I was going to shoot nude anyways but I was like well how about a levitating nude and I brought all the equipment out I brought the stool uh, a tripod which was kind of janky at the time I finally fixed it though it was just a loose nut Anyways, it would have helped to have known that beforehand. But anyways, I got up. we did the shoot, we started in um, Sherwoods, again, one of my popular places to shoot, so we get out there, we start, you know, we do a little bit of lifestyle. I like to start, before I jump into nude, and this is for anybody, unless it's, that's where we're just strictly going for nude i like to start close on then close off and that's how we started so the lifestyle kind of out in the grass get it get to know it Well, the other thing get to know each other a little bit we did the interview and everything like that the icebreaker and then uh what was it yes yeah, so we continue into the forest Uh, as the sun was setting, it was setting like right behind her, it was, oh my gosh, it was gorgeous, so this area I found, I actually shot there before, I shot with another model, and, uh, anyways, so, when the sun is setting, you you know, the sun isn't like, it's not direct light, so there's all these trees, and all these leaves and stuff, but, anyways this area is kind of a clearing so it's like the rays of these rays of light come out of this clearing right and you see a highlight and it's just like it's so beautiful and that was the place I used for the floating or the levitating nude set everything up I say this is the place right here and uh pull it off and uh it was definitely definitely uh ambitious because well not so much the shooting part shooting, uh, the shooting part was actually pretty easy it was more 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 of the work was done in the post-production because you gotta make her levitate so makes her appear that she's floating anyway the first photo was her wearing the dress then I was like, you know, let's do a a floating, levitating nude. And so, same same angle, same position, everything like that, except she's nude. And I've never done a levitating nude before. I would like to do something else like that. That would be pretty amazing. So if anyone has any ideas or any locations that you'd like to pull that off to try to levitate or whatever, please let me know. I've, you know, one of the things I like about levitating is like it's surreal. Everything about this shoot was surreal. So, in pro and post production especially, I wanted the whole thing to be like a surreal event in the forest. So, really, this was actually part of like a nymph series. Unofficially, I don't have a nymph series, but it's something I'd like to do as something to aim for, as a goal. So this will actually technically be a a part of that thing. A part of that series. And dude! I mean, the lighting and everything, it was was beautiful. Just, Just gorgeous. And she was awesome. She was amazing. Um... But yeah, most thing, uh, the most important thing to note is that this was the, my first, very first, and only, levitating nude that I've ever done. So that's, I don't want to put that out there. But overall the were went well, uh, nude or not, levitating or not, it was pretty cool. And it was definitely a learning experience uh, for future future shoots. I miss Sky, by the way. I miss her. Number seven. Now we're kind of going more in order of things, of shoots that happened last year. Number seven. We're going to talk about Project Elemental. Now I had done a photo of podcast about this already so I'm, i'm gonna be very brief about this so project elemental was one of the most ambitious projects to date because it was a beauty shoot and if you know anything about the complexities of the beauty shoot from start to finish well this one in particular had to i proposed the idea to the model, about probably a good, f- I want to say month, month and a half out. I think it was. I don't exactly remember the time frame, but I didn't have a makeup artist yet. I knew of a makeup artist and I got her on board. She loved the idea of Project Elemental. The basic premise of it was some intric um, What's the word? Some something to do with the elements. And incorporating that with the model's appearance. So anyway, she came off this golden golden crown. And it was amazing when I saw it. I was like, 'cause I was like, I don't know what it looks like. So the first time I saw it was when she brought it to the shoe. Anyways, the shoe took like six hours total. Makeup was two hours. And she used gold foil which i had never used before it was my first time but i had some gold foil on hand for a different shoot i wasn't actually planning to use it for the shoot but she the makeup artist carla ended up using it for the model jenny by the way carla's work is amazing it's unfortunate that she's leaving soon She's leaving the island soon, and I, you know, it was great working with her, and hopefully one day in the future we can work together again, and she's one of my most important contacts for makeup, so that's gonna be, that's gonna be tough, but anyways, the shoot was great, I mean, like I said, it took six hours, we we literally worked overnight, got zippies for dinner, and started to shoot a little bit after that, awesome. A lot of lessons learned for sure. Um, Especially being my first beauty shoot. And there's a lot. A lot of editing went into this whole thing. A lot of post-processing. This is the one shoot. That pushed me to the edges. That pushed me to the edges. To the brink. Of insanity. Well, maybe not insanity. But the insanity of post-processing. As it were. And... uh, For the most part, everything went well. Uh, Again, the shoot went amazing. You know, Carlos' amazing talents. Jenny being the model. Unfortunately, we had a, um, I wouldn't say a falling out, but a disagreement. uh, A creative uh, disagreement, as it were. But besides that, great content. But you can you can listen to all that on my last podcast, I guess. And I actually, not just the one podcast. There's actually two, three podcasts total. So one about the shoot, and then the second being the whole disagreement. You know, being an artist and all that. Look it up sometime anyways, great shoot, it was like the 3rd of July, before the 4th, so vacation day, it was, like, it was amazing I would love to do another beauty shoot in the future um, definitely a learning curve trust me I, I watched hundreds and hundreds of hours of beauty retouching and all that stuff, videos, just just to do just to do 5 photos and I'll probably do more in the future, but for now, I think five is us. Five is actually a lot, but given that she, she was there, for, we did the whole six-hour thing, and plus I gave uh, Carla a few of the photos too as well, so she would appreciate that. So anyway, great work, Carla. Thanks, Jenny. Sometimes you have disagreements, and it happens, you know, it's just, no one's, you can't make everybody happy for the same reasons you made somebody else happy, that's the truth of the story, so anyways, next. Number eight, The Golden Warrior. This shoe we actually did, uh, this is actually, this, I think this shoe was actually two months in planning so two months in planning because I had very little knowledge of golden foil I had never done it before and it happens to be the first the the models first nude-ish shoot ever and it was the first time I had done anything like this as well so a lot of first a lot of first the models Taylor and her friend Jay so this was yet another shoot that ended up being like well actually the shoot itself only lasted for maybe an hour and a half at most the application of this the gold foil took the most time thankfully I had done research ahead of time I had gotten the foil from a fellow friend and photographer thank you thank you James again for that I had obtained it from him I had asked him and a couple other people how to apply it or the best way to apply it I also looked on various forums and videos as to the application, and found out, learned from scratch everything. Anyways, while it took forever, it was very educational. It was a great time to get to the little model, as it was the first time I had met her, and I'd seen her many, many times before in chat, you know, on, on IG, etc., etc friend jay was there and uh did a great job uh, being moral support and all that i did appreciate his help in this and we got through it we got through it we did the shoot again it took about probably an hour and a half maybe less of actual shooting because i'd already had it set up i had the um actually I believe a lot of it was set up from the last shoot I did July 3rd this was a little bit later yeah it was literally a couple of weeks maybe not even a couple weeks it was like maybe 10 days later yeah it was like on the 13th so it was 10 days later so I think I just left everything up and I shot as was all the lights and everything were already up so it was already like I already had in my how I wanted to shoot had a strip box everything and shoot and you know, once the application of the gold foil was complete we shot and of course I was hungry as hell so <laughs> but for the most part we did great we pulled it off post-processing I learned a lot of things even how to like do the background after the fact you know, that's, that's what, there was a, a procedure I was doing but now I know how to do it better I know how to do it better, even though it does take longer. But I know how to do it better, so it looks more legit. So that... This was definitely the top... One of the top... Five, actually, on my list of, like... One of my favorites. Probably my top three of last year, to be honest. One of my favorite shoots of last year. Anyway, I... Taylor was great, again, it's one of her first. So she's stepping out. I stepped out. We made something beautiful. Number nine. The magic golden hour shoot. This shoot I did with Esther. Esther is a friend of mine from Alaska. She came down last late summer for about three weeks to spend vacation here on the island. Now, we had shot before. Last time we shot, we shot. It was kind of like spirit a moment. I think for me, it was after work. So I had my camera gear. We ended up shooting at Alamoana Beach Park. Anyways, this time we wanted to do something a little bit different. We had planned out, well, we planned out we had wanted to do something glitter Glitter. So. I had never worked with glitter before. I had always wanted to do glitter. I even wanted, I still want to do the glitter bath. Which, that would be utterly amazing. We could pull that off. And we will. But... This suit in particular... Uh... I asked her, you know, what color glitter? So we went with gold. Gold glitter. She was basically going to be nude. Besides the glitter. I found this spot. And... Ladies and gentlemen. The sunset was utterly amazing. That day. At the place I had picked. Everything about it was just perfect and having worked with her before this is our second time so we had we kind of knew each other you know like okay this is how it's going to go and we made magic it was utterly surreal magic and um Well, I mean, the whole thing was kind of like the wrapping up of her trip, basically, because this is like literally a couple of days, a couple of nights before she left, and uh, we did this as her stepping out to do something, just totally like you know, I don't, I don't think she's ever done nude before. So I believe this is like literally her first time doing it, and uh, I. I totally like stand behind like anybody that wants to go outside the comfort zone and shoot something they've never done before because for me it's not necessarily my first time doing nude but it's definitely my first time doing glitter and you know helping to apply glitter so a couple first but the main thing in this shoot was that it was just pure magic. like the, every, how everything worked out. You know traffic sucked getting out there. I mean it was horrendous. but once we got there, it was just peaceful. The sun set itself was beautiful and the glitter, the way it shined and the, and the post-production, everything had had uh, basically had to do. It just it just made everything perfect and she loved the photos. she loved them absolutely i mean obviously i love them i put a lot of work and time in it and it turned out pretty fucking sweet i gotta say and i look forward to shooting with her again i don't know when the next time she's gonna be here but She's been coming about once every year, but I look forward to shooting with her again. I don't know what we're going to shoot, but whatever it is, it's going to be great. It's going to be dope. It's going to be magical. Kudos. Kudos, Esther. Kudos. And thank you. number 10 as you can imagine you're probably wondering what's number 10 again I didn't really go into any particular order except mostly chronological I'd say or just things that I wanted to talk about first versus things I wanted to talk about last but chronological for the most part so number 10 being Christmas the holiday Christmas boudoir sessions sexy Santa whatever whatever you want to call it was a group shoot actually it was more more or less a co-shoot of many shoots uh, with Derek and myself Derek setting this whole thing up again I appreciate his um, I appreciate him for doing that and setting this all up. We should planned it out ahead of time. I think it was like at least three weeks. Three three or four weeks in advance to shoot in a hotel room. And uh we're gonna do basically sexy Santa, naughty Santa, whatever. <clears throat> it all pretty much came down to about Actually a total for me it was a total of eleven different mini-shoots or models. In all. Which means about 13 actually showed up between Saturday, Sunday, and Monday morning. I had to leave Monday morning to do another shoot. But, I was there for pretty much Saturday and Sunday with them the whole time. So, this shoot, again, it was like 11 different miles between that time. So, it was a lot. It's a lot going on. Uh, I, did I make a podcast about this? Yes, I did actually make a podcast about this. Okay, so anyways. Check that out for all the details. But anyways, it took... It was fun. It was strenuous. A lot of lessons learned. Um, will I do it again? Yes. Perhaps, hopefully, we'll charge money for it next time. Because it's a lot that goes into a shoot of this magnitude. Because there's a lot of planning. You don't show up on time. etc etc, et, cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. Anyways, for the most part, the shoot shoots went pretty well. I utilized lighting to my advantage. Uh, both natural light with the sun or clouds whatever on the outside externally and flash mostly at night or christmas lights because those were pretty cool too so i got between glamour and boudoir looks for the most part that came out pretty fucking dope i gotta say pretty good there were some first time models some had been doing it for a while just had a mix um, of just various types of models from all kinds of backgrounds all kinds So that I, I do appreciate that, and everybody that came out I do appreciate their time and everything the post production took forever which is why I offered two photos for everybody that was participating, because I can only do two between eleven people, that's a that's twenty two photos, that's twenty-two times. Gotta do the math. I'm putting in at least fifteen to twenty minutes per photo. Because I want to be great. I asked Michael Sasser about this because he he does a lot of boudoir. But he also does like he does like his, his edits are pretty fast. So I asked him, you know, I um My edits are long. Like, compared to his, and he does some pretty good work. Now, granted, I've done the fast edits before, and they can come out great. But I just, I don't know. I just, I I gotta take, like, 15, 20 minutes per photo. But I have figured out kind of how before Photoshop, before Photoshop was a thing for me, going back to, like, those fast, you know, not necessarily fast fast, but like fast, where I'm like, they're mostly, um, what's the name, it's like a total edit, versus like specifics, which is what I usually do after I leave Capture One and go into Photoshop, I, I do more specific editing, because it's like, for, for blemishes especially, or to keep the tones uniform, etc, like that, it takes time that's something you can't necessarily do in capture one or Lightroom so you have to do it in Photoshop and I, I that's why it takes me time it takes me a lot more time than photographers that do fast and like that which I'm st- still trying to wrap my head around I mean if they have flawless skin good on you like with me like I don't think I had to use freaky separation at all I think I just used the the dodge and burn. That was it. Her skin was flawless. So I could have actually not done anything. But I like the dodge and burn. That's me. But anyways. I digress. Great shoot overall. Uh, It was one of the last shoots. Not the last shoot. But one of the last shoots of the year. In December. And. Might be doing a Valentine's shoot coming up here shortly. But I have still yet to hear any new updates on that so just stay tuned for that and last but not least I wouldn't really call the honorable mention but I call the bonus the bonus shoes two shoots I'll I'll mention so one is the the first one the water siren I made a podcast recently about this shoot and it was amazing did some great work with both Marissa and Jay in the in the forest Uh, being the concept was a water siren you had this water uh, waterfalls and it was pretty dope pretty dope shoot Uh, simple concept Simple execution for the most part. And yeah, we did good. A lot of first. A lot of first. Check out the podcast on that for details as well as an interview with the models. Mercy and Jay. Uh, next shoot was a couple shoot. This is actually a paying client. The reason why I included this in here was because it was my first couple shoot. You can kind of consider the second actually being the water siren which is a weird kind of twisted version of a couple shoot because for the water siren she's trying to well one she's seducing the guy and then as the story goes for a water siren they drown the guy <laughs> so the uh the contrast is that Quite the opposite. So, as a friend of mine, he contacted me, wanted me to do a shoot, uh, and became a paying client. So, he had the location, everything in mind. I uh, had all these props and all this stuff. Amazing. All dressed up. Great, great guy. He has a great girlfriend. So, I meet them and then we shoot for at least I think it was probably like two or three hours to be honest by the time we got done but that's between moving from one location to another or if you had to walk so that took a lot of time uh, got a little dehydrated but for the most part shoot went well it was my first couple shoots which is why this is on this list and then the water sign we shoot would be technically my second second couple shoot if you consider a couple shoot at all, so a lot of firsts this year or last year, and looking forward to doing more more creative stuff, more couple stuff in general. so there was my top 10 and a bonus of shoots I did last year like I said all of my shoots are great I mean some weren't as great as others but for the most part I had fun on all of them and every model that I worked with last year I appreciate your time I appreciate you coming out putting in the work and uh we making some magic that's what it's about and so Yeah, well, I said it was my top 10, my top 11, whatever, but, you know, Instagram gives you your top nine because of how many people liked it, and for whatever time of day that the algorithm decided to kick in, and people just decided to like your photos, it's good, great, but it doesn't tell the whole story. So, this the whole point of this podcast was to tell a story, and yet what I strive to do and I've been very I've slacked off on this quite a bit is telling a story in a podcast for at least the first time or the first time I work with a model and I want to do more and more of that this year than I did last year as far as putting that out because again Instagram doesn't tell a story it just says oh well this is how many people liked your photos and they came, became the top nine. That's awesome. You know, I appreciate your support, appreciate the fam, followers, and 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 people that support. But you no, know, here's the whole story. That's all. That's all I really want to put out there. It's it's that's that's my goal. It's not just for the likes. It's not just for the fame. It, it's also to tell a story. You know, this is, that's what I also told another photographer. Like, you know, what, what's the purpose of doing photography? What, why do you like it? I want to tell a story. And just, she asked me, like, what, "What kind of story?" It's like whatever story that's whatever story that's there. That's the truth. That's the truth, honest truth. But yeah, I mean, last year was great, and I look forward to doing a lot more this year, even though starting off kind of slow, the weather's well been kind of kind of janky it's been rainy and windy and, and while I like those qualities sometimes because it gets hot and, and sunny it's it's not necessarily always good for photos or it's not always good for the camera or the gear to get wet and rain and all that stuff that's not cool so I am looking forward to doing great stuff I got a couple things planned I got one thing planned uh, coming up next week uh part of project unicorn uh stay tuned for that i'm also i'm also gonna be doing an interview with the model i work with her one other time along with another photographer so let's co-shoot so this time i'm gonna get to interview her and you know see see a, what makes her do what she does kind of deal and we're gonna make some magic so stay tuned for that Again, thanks everyone. I appreciate your support coming in here and uh, listening and taking the time to do that and also viewing my portfolio, my photos on Instagram. Uh, Thank you again. Uh, A lot of models, a lot of creators, um, photographers, time has gone into doing last year's shoots. Uh, you, You can't imagine how much time effort blood sweat and tears have gone into it it's just a lot it's an awful lot so i do thank you and appreciate everyone each and every one of you models creatives fellow photographers that have um assisted me or helped me or have worked with me to make all of this possible because without you none of it's possible so I just wanted to say that. Anyways, thank you. Thank you and looking forward to an even better year this year. I hope you enjoyed. Please put a comment or whatever below. Whatever you find this. And hey, let me know. If you like to see more stuff like this in the future, just let me know. Anyways, I'm out for now. I got... To finish this group shoot. And hopefully start on this photo shoot. To get it done. But before that. I'm going to relax. Play a video game. And you know. Rejuvenate my mind or something. I don't know. But yeah. Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you got to take a break. So I'm going to take a break. Anyways. Be cool out there. Create. Don't hate. Just create. Cheers.